Today's a wonderful day, marvelous day, because it is, say it, Mother's Day. Mother's Day. This is something that's near and dear to my heart. It really is. Because I had a wonderful mother. I'll say more about that later on. But there, I was thinking this morning early, there's two words that can never, in my opinion, now notice I said my opinion. <clears throat> there's two words in my opinion that should never be put together. What is that? Bad mother. It just doesn't work together. Bad mother. Now, there is no such thing as a bad mother. There could be a, a bad incubator, but not a mother, because the spirit of a mother is never bad. It's something wonderful. It's something good. It's something living. And so this morning, it just hit me when I heard someone say, I, have a, I had a bad mother. No, you had maybe a bad incubator, but you didn't have a bad mother. Mother. My mother would often say it was her honor and her calling. If you ask her what, she, her what her calling was, she would say, my calling was to be a good mother. That was her heart. Well, she understood that she supported my father, and she, lo she loved the work of God. But she said, my primary call is to be a good mother. Why? Because she understood the importance of, of guiding li lives toward their destiny. Mothers, you guide lives toward their destiny. On this Mother's Day, <clears throat> this is our prayer from the East West Church and from our family. We're praying for mothers who have lost children. How many that are watching today, you know some moms that have lost some children. We're praying for those mothers that want, uh, those women that want to be mothers. They want to have children. We're praying for those who have lost their mothers. My mother passed away several years ago, and I still miss her today. We're also praying for those who have a strained relationship with their mother. Can anybody say amen? Well, we need to correct that today. But I want you to I want to say this. Happy Mother's Day to all of the selfless motherly figures who inspire, motivate, and encourage us to be better people every day. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. We respect you. And just remember what I said in the beginning. There is no such thing as bad mother. Those two words should never be used in the same sentence. Because the spirit of a mother is a wonderful thing. Let me read something to you that I, it was a little bit different when the Lord sort of placed this in my heart. Proverbs 1 verse 7. The proverbial writer writes this to his son. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and discipline. Are you hearing me, moms? I'll get to you in a moment. Then he says, listen, my son. Listen, my son, to your father's instruction. And do not forsake your mother's teaching. This is in the New International Version. Do not listen to your father's instruction and do not forsake your mother's teaching. They will be a garland to, of, to grace your head, a garland to grace your head and a chain to adorn, adorn your neck. You understand, it will beautify you if you'll listen to your father's instruction and follow 
your mother's teaching. Now, in the King James Version, it says this, follow your, follow your mother's law. Now, how many people know? I don't know about, how, about, about your mother, but when my mother laid down the law, it was laid down. I mean, she made no two bones about it, money. I mean, when she laid it down, it was the law. But I thought it was very interesting here <clears throat> that the fathers give the instruction. But watch how the scriptures, how he showed this to me. The fathers will always give some instruction. But it's the mothers that take that which has been instructed and teaches it to the children. Mothers play a valuable part in the raising of a family, the holding a family today, holding them together today, holding them together for a lifetime. Mothers, I want you to hear me today. Few in life will carry the genuine life-changing ability that you have. The genuine life-changing ability that you, that you have. You change families. You can change the world. Why? Because of your love, because of your insight. You hold the hand of change, of transformation. You do that. You have the ability. I want to say to our mothers and those that are watching today, to our ladies, as far as I'm concerned, you're great. Turn to somebody in your room and say, if you know, see a little lady sitting there, she's great. I want to say to you, walk in your greatness. Don't forget who you are. Position yourself properly. Know who you are in the family and the family of God because you are important. Let me say this. If it was not for the little ladies of the church, the mothers of the church, I don't know if the church would have survived because it has always been the women that have supported the church of Jesus Christ. Always. Even in the day of Jesus, when he walked on this earth, he had women that helped support and help, help, help facilitate the ministry. So I appreciate the women. Someone said, uh, you put our women down. No, I put our women up because they're, vi they're viable. They're important. Any church that doesn't have a strong women's group is not a church that, as, as far as I'm concerned, is, has no vitality. It has to have proper mothers that love. But I want to say this to you moms. Never forget your purpose. The world will try to strip you of it. Your family and friends sometimes will try to strip you of it. But it doesn't matter. Don't forget your purpose. Never forget your purpose in the family. You are the glue. Say that. I am the glue. You have to keep that in your spirit. You are the glue that holds the family unit together. You're the steel that holds the structure up. You're the brick and mortar that protects from the winds of troublesome times. You, little ladies, you. And I know there's some women out there that you've never had a child yourself, but you still have that spirit of a mother. God bless you. God bless you. Matter of fact, I'm going to say something right here. Some of you men don't realize because you think you've gotten too old to have a mother. And I'm going to say this. Your wife also is a mother. What do you mean by that? She has the instinct of your mother and can speak life into you, can speak direction to you, can give you thoughts that you have not thought about, things you've not thought about. 
She will give you insight. That's something that came to me early this morning. You have to realize that God has placed a unique ability in, in the ladies of this world. And especially in the women of the church. I would say to you ladies this morning, you moms, pursue, always pursue. Always pursue the things of God for yourself and your, for your family. And then walk out and possess Walk in greatness and possess what that God-given, Christ-centered lifestyle. Possess it. I want you to understand the spirit of a mother is a powerful force. One of my great aunts was dying. The doctor said, call the family in. She was passing away. And she opened her eyes on her deathbed and said, I cannot die. Why? The spirit of the mother came up in her because she had 11 children. She said, what am I going to do? What are those 11 children going to do without their mother? And she got up out of that bed and lived for many years. It was the spirit of the mother that fought death itself and conquered death. So I say the spirit of a mother is a powerful force. Mothers are such an intricate part of our everyday life. If it were not for their love, hear me, if it were not for their love, their care, and the generosity of a mother, we would be completely different people. But because of their special attributes, we are who we are. They teach us to love. They teach us to care. They teach us to be concerned. They teach us how to live. There is something about a mom that makes, it's just something when you say mom, it makes them extraordinary. Here's a few things that I just want to mention, a few of their attributes that makes them extraordinary, in my opinion. There again, my opinion. It's their ability to go long periods of time without sleep. How many of you moms know what I'm talking about? How many of you fathers know it was the mother that would wake up when the child was crying all night? They could go all night long helping that child. That's extraordinary. They fight sleep so their family could be comforted. What else? It's her ability to be a nurse without having a degree. How many people have been hurt? I have. When I got hurt, I always wanted my mother to fix me. It was always my mother. I didn't want daddy to fix me. I was afraid he'd hurt me worse. It was mother I'd go to. Please, mother, look, I'm hurt. she would fix me. It's her ability to be a cook and cook amazing meals. It's her ability to, watch this, to perceive truth. How many of you had mothers that could perceive things? You'd lie, but she'd catch it. You'd try to pull the wool over her eyes, and she'd pull it back. It's her ability to perceive truth. It's her ability to handle situations that sometimes we men can't handle. They can handle it. This is one that my wife believes in. It's their ability. Moms, it's your ability to multitask. Multitask. They say that men are single-minded. They can only work on one thing at a time, but a woman can work on many things at one time. I believe that. Mothers, to me, you are a hero. You're a hero, mom. This is your day. We celebrate you today. 
I celebrate you. This church celebrates you. And your family should also celebrate you. The true spirit of a mother is so strong, it's not easily broken. It's not easily broken. This spirit that I'm talking about covers, it protects, and develops a sanctuary, a place of rest and harmony, a place of restoration and reconciliation. That's the spirit of a mother. Rehabilitation, the spirit of a mother. A true mother will fight for what she loves. Are you hearing this? A true mother will fight for what she loves. She'll fight for her family even when the odds are against her. While I was in, I was in California a few days ago, and I was standing there on a beach, and I watched some little, in, in those areas, they don't have squirrels like we have, they have ground squirrels. It looks like our squirrels, but they're ground squirrels. And so as I'm walking there on the, on the beach, I looked and I saw little bitty ground squirrels playing. Then all of a sudden I saw this huge blackbird, a crow I guess it was. It came down and picked up one of the little, little babies and started up with it. Why? It was going to eat it. Out of nowhere, here comes a mom ground squirrel. Son, she came out of that den, and she hit that bird. I mean, hit that bird, and the bird dropped the little baby squirrel, and it ran into its hole. And then I watched the mom squirrel. Did she run? No. She stood up as high as she could get. I mean, she stood about this high. She stretched and stood and looked, watching all directions. What was she saying? Don't mess with my family. And she was ready to fight. That to me, pastors, that to me, friends, is the spirit of a mother. She wasn't worried about herself. She was worried about her little bitty babies. (laughs) Mothers, make no mistake, God made you the way that you are. And it is the system of this world that's tried to deteriorate that and take it away from you and, and, and pull you off your position. But I say follow your God-given intuition. Follow it. And let's make this world a better place, a better place to live in. Mothers, I believe it's time for you and for me to dig in and fight for what is right. Dig in and fight for what is right. And I'm going to tell you, moms, I need you to fight for the church of Jesus Christ. Fight like you've never fought before. Believe like you've never believed before. Be loyal like you've never been before. I mean, be, be, be tenacious so that we can reach others with the message of Christ. We need this spirit. We need the power and force of a mother to awaken once again in this nation. The spirit to see those things that can be and the spirit that can see those things that should be. The spirit that develops dreams and pursues purpose. The spirit that sees those things that time has eroded away. Where is the erosion, Pastor? Well, it's very simple. Our values, moms, our values our morals, our sense of responsibility, and last but not least, the erosion of authority. You have to understand it was my mother that taught me a lot of these things. 
She taught me how to be fair. She taught me how not to judge. She taught me how to, how to be trustworthy. It was my mother that kept pressing me, son, you need to minister the word of God. It was my mother. We need the spirit that sees not just the good for a few, but for all. Because we are just one big family after all. You realize that on this planet earth, we're all just one big family. And if we could just work together and have this spirit where the spirit of the mother could go to work again, it would be powerful. We need mothers that will change the course of history for the good and prepare for the future of our children's children. We need mothers that refuse to give in or bow to the system. We need mothers that refuse to conform. What do we need mothers for? For transformation. Not to conform, but to transform. Transform all that is around them. The Spirit of God has given them the ability to do this, and I believe, moms, that today we can make a difference. I celebrate you being the force that we need and the power that we must have. We need mothers that see the import of the church of Jesus Christ again. We need tenacious mothers. Yes, tenacious mothers that won't stop until all is well and that righteousness abides in our midst once again. I say happy Mother's Day now, but if we keep going the way that we're headed, the spirit of motherhood will die under the shadow of complacency. And I don't want that to happen. There's something so special about a mother. Let me just interject this. When I was a little boy at nighttime, I would always be, I would get nervous. And the, and the darkness would frighten me. I remember five, six years old. Some of you may remember your time. It didn't matter what time I got up out of bed. I could walk to my mother's room. My daddy and her are sound to sleep. And I could say, Mother, now not loud, not screaming, not hollering. I could just go standing there, feet away from her and say, mother, and bam, she'd sit up. She said, what is it, Alan? It wasn't my daddy. It was my mother. It didn't matter what was going on. She would always embrace me. And if she had to go back to my bedroom with me and stay there with me, she would to comfort me. That's the spirit I'm talking about that's always there, that's always attentive, that's always ready to help, that's always ready to reach out with open arms. That's the spirit I'm talking about. And that's the spirit we need. Here's a verse that impacted me today. Proverbs 30, verse 11. There's a generation, there is a generation that curseth their father and does not bless their mother. Oh, my God. I believe, Pastor Kenny, this may be something that we're observing now. Sister Kathy, for those that are watching, 
Let me read that again because I have a feeling this, a lot of this is happening. There is a generation that curses their father and does not bless their mother. We can't allow that to happen. Hear me. Every woman is special on this Mother's Day. Whether you have children or not, to me, you're special. Every woman is special, whether she's a mother, an aunt, a sister, a daughter, a wife, or just a friend. But it truly takes a mom to understand how challenging everyday tasks, life, everyday life tasks can be. So what do you say? Honor your mother today. Don't forget her. Bless her. Honor your mother today for the sacrifices she has made to play the role she has played in your life. And hear me, never take her for granted. Never take your mother for granted. I should say that to your fathers too. Never take your family for granted. I want to close with this. There's, you just don't know how many times I've been in funeral services and at gravesides. And hear the weeping children. Now they're older. Some of them have even their hairs graying, starting to gray, and they'll stand there and say, Mother, with weeping voice, you just don't know how special you are, how special you are to me. You just don't know how much I love you. But here's the question I have. How many times did you tell her that in the living years? In the living years, how many times did you go to her and say, I love you, Mom. I appreciate you. Thank you for sacrificing for me. Thank you for helping me when no one else would help. Now, I know there are some, some people that feel slighted by their family members, by their mothers and fathers. But that's not what I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the true, genuine spirit of a God-sent mother. A God-gifted mother, which I believe my mother was. She loved her children. I'm just going to tell you, she loved. And if you wanted to get in trouble with her, attack one of us. That was my mother. So today, I want to challenge you on this Mother's Day. <clears throat> Celebrate your mother. Love your mother. And even if she's gone on into heaven, bow your head and say, thank you, Father, for allowing me to have my mom. Because she cared for me. Often I'll say, Father, thank you for allowing me to have my daddy. And I'll be specific. Harry Arrott Meshagan and Myrtle Olene Meshagan. Thank you. I'm very specific. Thank you for allowing them. I love them, and I thank you that you've got them around the throne of God today. I want them to know it. If there's any way they can hear me, I want them to hear that I still respect them and love them. And I thank them for the sacrifice that I have. The reason I can stand here today and minister this gospel, and you need to hear this, is because my mother instilled within me the hunger and the desire to preach this glorious gospel. Are you listening? It is my mother 
my mother. She would not give up on me. When I gave up on myself, she never gave up on me. So today, in closing, I want to pray for you little ladies out there. I want you to be strong. I want you to have that courage that you need. I want you to hone in on that, those insights that you have and the ability to perceive certain things. I believe God can use you mightily and will use you mightily. Matter of fact, some of you have been disappointed. Some of you discouraged. Don't allow that to happen. That's a trick of the enemy. God loves you. He really does. Let's pray for a moment. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this Mother's Day. I thank you for the opportunity you've given me, Lord, to reach out like this and touch moms in other states, in their homes, in their cars, in the hospital. Lord, reach out now and touch them. Bless them, O oh God, and help them. Strengthen them, Father. Lord, for that little mom, that, that little mother that's disappointed, or that little lady that's disappointed and discouraged, lift them up. Maybe they feel battered. God, heal them, help them, bind up their wound. But Lord, let them see how significant they are in our life. Lord, let them see it. Let them sense it. Let them feel it. And let them rejoice in the fact that you called them to be exactly who they are. So, Lord, I thank you today. And for those that do not know you as Lord and Savior, Father, Father, let them right now realize how important you are. Because, Jesus, Father, you are my father and my mother. You are my family, God. I love you and I thank you. So, Father, bless them now and strengthen them. In Jesus' name, and they all would say, Amen. Amen. God is a good God. And let me say one more time, I celebrate you moms. Happy Mother's Day. Have a good time with your family, but never forget how important you are to the overall strength of your particular family and to this world. You are important. Pray for this ministry. Pray for me. I'll see you next week. God bless you.